Thank you for tuning in to Ringwood Benefits Sunday Live Series Talk. We hope you enjoy this week's talk. Well, about a year and a half ago, I met up with an old school friend of mine whose name uh, is Malcolm Scott. I haven't seen him, or hadn't seen him then anyway, for about 36 years, since 1983 when we both uh, left school. We, we kind of found each other on Facebook and so we decided let's go for a pint and, and to catch up. And uh, it was a great evening. Uh, we talked about our school years and laughed and giggled. I had uh, lots of stories to tell him about my perspective of school life and, and vice versa. So it was really, really great to sort of talk about the good old days, as they say. But then we talked about all the things we've been up to. It just felt like we both led entire lifetimes uh, since we uh, left school. But then he went on to say that he's been, well, he's really into cycling. And he said to me, why don't you come out in the next few weeks uh, and go cycling uh, with myself and some of my friends? And I thought, well, I'm not sure about that. But eventually uh, he persuaded me. Part of my reluctance was, well, Malcolm Scott's really into cycling and very fit, and I'm not. <laughs> but also it was kind of coming to the end of winter. We weren't quite, quite in springtime, but it was very dark uh, at the time of night that he wanted to go cycling. Uh, but nonetheless he persuaded me uh, and so i got myself some lycra uh, and we went uh, cycling uh, with i went cycling with malcolm uh, and some of his friends i also bought myself uh, a new bike light because i thought well if i'm going to be cycling uh, perhaps through woods and things like that i really probably need a better bike light than i've got now so i thought it was all set up anyway once we started riding into the woods it became very clear to me that my bike light was totally inadequate but fortunate for me that Malcolm and his friend who'd come with us, their bike lights were like, well, let's just say headlights of cars. I mean, they lit the entire woodland up, the forest up that we were, we were going to be cycling through. So I thought, thank goodness for that, because I'm sure uh, I would have had a serious accident if they didn't have the lights that they had had. And so we set off into, into the woods. And I have to say, it was a really surreal experience because we were like engulfed in this, this bubble of light around us. Uh, and in front of us and as I say I would have had a serious accident if they didn't have, have the lights that they had on their bike so I pedaled like mad to keep up with these really incredibly fit cyclists must admit it was it was hard work but nonetheless I wasn't going to get left behind because I would have never found my way home but we had a really really, really great evening uh, and it really reminded me of the power of light how it can really just dispel all darkness around us well right now it feels like we're living in very very dark times doesn't it yes the summer weather is really great here at the moment but it just feels so dark the mood is so dark in our land at the moment because of course we're all uh, in lockdown but not only that when you turn on the news it's all negative 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 all uh, the time isn't it uh, and it really begins to get to you. Uh, it certainly uh, gets to me. I even have to now ration my news because it just, if I keep watching it, oh, it's awful, isn't it? So we're living in a period of time when everything seems so negative and, and so dark. And it's very rare that we see a, a glimmer of light. But it would be foolish to say that there is actually uh, no light around. Because the truth is, I believe that light overall overcomes uh, darkness if we allow it to do so and there have been some incredible acts uh, of, of kindness and bravery particularly uh, with our frontline services through doctors and nerv uh, nurses, nurses 
who have gone into work, even knowing that they might catch uh, this awful coronavirus. And many of them, sadly, we know, have lost their lives because of that. And our hearts go out to all uh, their family and friends. But nonetheless, it does show to us that there is light in our world, despite darkness. Light always fights against darkness and always, if allowed, overcomes it. Another thing about uh, light and positivity, of course, has been through uh, Tom Moore, Moore that, uh, or Captain Tom Moore, should we call him, who uh, uh, did all that walking and raised that phenomenal amount of money. When I last looked, I think it was like 33 million. Uh, that just, just amazing. Not only does it show his courage, but it also shows that there is great light in our world because of the generosity of people. And when you go on Facebook and YouTube, you see so many people trying to do their bit to lift the spirits of the nation. Uh, and I just, I just want to say thank you to God for all these lovely and caring uh, and wonderful people. Because they really do, don't they, bring a sense of hope uh, and light into our world. And boy, uh, do we need that at this particular time. Now in our reading that Annabelle read to us, she read about Jesus being the light of the world. And what does Jesus mean when he says, I am the light of the world. Well, simply put, when Jesus comes into our lives, when we meet with the living Jesus Christ, he shines a light into our hearts and he shows us for what we truly are. He shows us those areas of our lives that we know deep down aren't good. But he doesn't stand there and fold his arms and go, well, there you go. You're no good. Uh, and God doesn't want anything to do with you. In fact, it's completely the opposite. Jesus says, I know, I know you're not perfect, but I love you anyway. You know, one of the most powerful things of light is love, particularly pure, pure uh, love. And this is the kind of love that Jesus has for all of us. And he wants to share that love with every single one of us. And so when Jesus looks into our heart, yes, he shows us for what we are. But he says, but whilst that's bad, that doesn't really matter to me. Because I love you so much that I gave my life so that you can have life and light in your uh, life. And then he brings that light into our lives. He says, look. Okay, it's not great at times, but as I said, I love you, and this is the way you need to go. He lights our pathway so that we know how to be better and to live uh, better. So when Jesus says he's the light of the world, he's saying, yes, I revealed the darkness, but I also reveal uh, a better way to live our lives. Jesus, when he comes into people's lives, he changes them. He changes me. He changes all of us. Now, you can see behind me um, some... Uh, I can never get this right. It's... There we go. There. <laughs> it's some candles behind me. Now, I had to go and put those candles on, didn't I? They didn't light themselves. When I go cycling at night, I have to 
physically turn the bike light on. Now if I don't turn those candles on, then, or put those candles on, I won't be able to see in the dark. And if I don't put the light on, I won't be able to see uh, a light on my bike, see where I'm going. And in many ways it's the same with Christ. For Christ to be a true light to us, we have to open our hearts to him and to allow him to lead us forward. So Jesus is the light of the world. He lightens our path, but most importantly, we need to allow him to do that. Well, God bless and have a great week. Amen. We're really glad you joined us for this week's Sunday Live Talk. We hope it brought you encouragement and inspiration and helped you to discover life in Jesus and make a difference in your community. We'd love you to connect with us on Facebook and YouTube. Look out for our channels at Ringwood Benefits. Until next week, thank you for tuning in.